Black True Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black True Crime. Do not go gentle into that good night. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And this is Black True Crime. If this is your first time here at the show, friend, welcome and hello. Ooh, you came through the building today? Kristen, please. I don't know if you should have did that. You definitely should have did that. Because today's case is a doozy. We're going across the pond. And it should be fun. I honestly love across the pond cases. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. The last one I remember <laughs> is the lady that was in that apartment for like three days. Yeah, Chris. And nobody found her. No. And she was beautiful. Gorgeous. But like was a recluse. I got to think of the name of that. Recluse or she was like Case. toxic. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way. Shout out to her. Can't and think of her name peace. right now. Rest in peace. Okay. So before we get to more sad stuff, since we just like busted open with some, mm-hmm. how y'all doing? <laughs> I know you can't answer me, but we care and we're happy that it's a new year. It's a new year. We're here. Uh, have, <laughs> has anybody stuck to their resolutions? I have failed. <laughs> I have failed you, Anakin. <laughs> I have failed you. But there's still time to get back on and that's what I plan to do. So speaking of getting back on topic... Kristen, are you ready to get started with let's this week's get, case? Let's get straight into it. Let's get into it. This week's case takes us to Paris, where in the early 90s, a sadistic man that the media named the Beast of Bastille violently victimized over a dozen women and could have been stopped a lot sooner than he was. Mm. So join us as we discuss the African-European murderer, Guy Georges. Oh, Guy. Guy mm. Georges. That remind me of that monkey. Boy George? Yeah. <laughs> Curious George. Cur- oh, Curious George. Mm-hmm. Who is Boy George? I don't know. Okay. I thought it was Curious George. When I he just was hope a he's boy. not black because if I refer to a black person as a monkey, I'm automatically racist. That's so true. And y'all know that's not what we mean. Right. Thank you. Guy Rampillon was born at Vitry Le Francois, Eastern oh. France, on October 10th, 1962. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Another record from the city of Angers, which is like the city where his mom grew up and everything, recorded his birthday as October 15th of the same year. But either way, he's a fucking Libra. Oh. His mother and father spent some of his life together, but they eventually split up. And Guy's father wasn't very involved in his life mm. after that. Actually wasn't involved at all. It's 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 giving the deadbeat daddy. No surprise. No shade. Right. He was a U.S. Air Force cook named George Cartwright, who was serving at a French NATO base, and he eventually had to return to the U.S. So I said I'm not surprised because I knew that he was just stationed there for a little bit. Oh, so he had like a baby in another country with yeah. a woman and then just like left? Yeah, with this girl named Helene. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Well, I don't know if they were in a relationship before she ended up or he had to go back because I think they were split up anyway. Uh-huh. 
But, you know, just because you're not together doesn't mean you can't be there for your kid. Like, nigga, you're going to a whole other country. How are you going to be there for your kid? Right. He How? clearly had no plans. Guy's mother ended up abandoning him to state custody when he was only six years old because she had plans to marry another American serviceman and move to California with him. Oh, mom's is toxic. Yeah, she's not very nice. She's also a racist, and we'll get to it. And she didn't want to bring Guy with her, but she did decide to bring her other son with her. Oh, she's just, no. Mm-hmm. We're not picking sons. We're not doing that. Right. Her son, her son was named Stefani. 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 Who was the That's three. Italian. Oh, girl. Shit. <laughs> Joe's what I know. He uh, was three years older than Guy, and his dad was an American man as well. So his was mom had a fetish. White? He was white, sister. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was over the root of the caucus. That's so rude. Right. Don't have sex with no black man then. Because when you have his baby, then you start thinking less of his baby. That's your baby, too. That's your baby, bitch. Get it together. Right. Helene's own family chose to take care of Stefan. Oh, you told me that was <laughs> would have let that go i mean you could be right i don't know either way last time i was like oh that's not how you say that everybody was cooking me (laughs) talking about what you know right and i didn't right it's okay it is so they took care of her other son until she could get to america and send for him but they Mm -hmm. refused to take care of guy because they were racist as well wrong for that Mm -hmm. and like a mixed race baby in the city of angers france was just back in the 90s yeah, it was. Well, no, this was like the 60s because he was born in the 60s. Oh, okay. So it's like at the very least early 70s. Okay. It was just too much for them to handle. Okay. Maybe they're France. Racist. I was going to say France had a little racism going on back then too. I feel like everywhere has racism. just depends on who they choose to be racist against. That's so true. And somehow black people are always on the mix. They're always the butt of the joke. <laughs> always in there. So for the next six years of his life, Guy, whose last name changed to George's as an homage to his dad, and to possibly make it easier for him to get adopted, bounced between foster homes and eventually settled in the care of a temporary family. So if you're on Patreon, you see it right now. This is the temporary family that he was with. A big ass temporary family. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of folks involved. But these aren't even half the kids, so we'll we'll get to that. The woman they ended up putting him with was named Jean. Mm-hmm. she really cared about i guess the kids but even though she was like kind of strict and i'm assuming it's the one in the sunglasses right <laughs> looking like look at like somebody's maid the don de la don Ooh. Mm-hmm. so that's who he ended up with and uh i want to point out that the state and his caretakers went the extra mile to hide his true identity so they didn't want him to know who his real dad was they even doctored a new birth certificate for him which becomes like a thing later in his life wow okay and by the way this is completely legal to do in france at the time and it wasn't even banned until 1996 but wait what was so wrong with his dad other than the fact that he abandoned him i mean he was black well maybe they just didn't want the dad to come trying to you know claim him him. yeah so apparently gene wanted baby boy so bad because she had lost a black child previously Mm -hmm. like to the state she was watching them really loved him they took him away and she was devastated so she was like you know this was kind of like her her, repeat yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah as if she's getting a dog of the same breed oh my god Kristen! (laughs) whoa i did not see it that way well i do because that's how i treat lady like you would get this like if you like lost if lady's her you gone, would... i would totally get one that looks just like her wow 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope to God she didn't mean it that way. I hope not either. She's always. But as we can see, the family, like, he's the only chocolate baby. Yeah. And look at how freaking cute he is. So adorable. She's Louise. Looking like a little man. Mm-hmm. Oh, precious. Next to this mean looking boy. Yeah. He, that he boy doesn't look mean. like he has good intentions at all. <laughs> According to Guy, he loved her. She was heavily Catholic and pretty strict, like I already said. But there was something about the relationship that Guy felt was important to him. Mm. So I'm glad he at least had someone. And that's very precious that she cared for him or at least made him feel like she did. Right. And this is why she was raising seven children of her own. And then she also fostered 12 different children. That old lady we just saw? Yes. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, she was. Those not, must be all her sons behind her. That's what I was thinking. Cause she's she looks a little older, but some yeah. of these men look like they could be granddaddies and stuff. Well, yeah, a few of them. Yeah. Either way, but as time went on and as Guy got older, he became more of a baby kid. Mm. No mm. surprise to me. Can you blame him? Fine self. Okay, Kristen, relax. He started to steal from the family store and eventually graduated to hunting and killing animals. With knives. Oh, no. He sounds like a good time. No, guy. He wasn't supposed to go that far. No, he did. Into the realm of Bebe. He goes further. By the time he was 16, he had physically attacked two of his foster sisters. Not sexually, thank God, but like still. And to add insult to injury, Rosalind was mentally disabled. Come on, guy. That's such a weak move. Yeah, so he was really showing his ass with that one and just showing how comfortable he was targeting super vulnerable people that part and i feel like maybe he was practicing with the vulnerable Mm -hmm. to see how much he could do yeah because maybe he's like no one's gonna believe them right disgusting and he must have hated that family because he's targeting them well proximity Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. ease of access Mm. but before he attacked Rosalind, guy attacked a woman named jocelyn who he had stabbed in the face oh yeah guy yeah but thankfully, both Rosalind and Jocelyn survived their attacks. And I also read that on top of strangling Rosalind, Guy also stabbed her in the face. But I wasn't able to, like, fully corroborate that. Mm-hmm. But even if if he did that, that's just fucking crazy. Yeah, he's doing a lot. Super brazen. Probably thought that that was going to kill them, you know? But yeah. it didn't, thankfully. Two years later, he attacked another sister named Christiane. And for the well-being of the other children, Jean had to make the decision to send him back to a state orphanage. Oh. I mean, yeah, he's attacking your kids. And I know that she probably saw right. him as her kid at that point. Yeah, she but did. Like, but he's still. trying to kill homegirl. Multiple females in your family. You know, and where are the brothers? Are they beating him up? Like, are they teaching him a lesson? <laughs> I didn't, what are they doing? I didn't get any of that. He hmm. seemed more of like the teaching lesson type Ooh. than someone teaching him something. Ooh. <laughs> If you guys are on Patreon, you see Kristen with Bubby. Please excuse him. His father is not here to help us. So, Bubby. Okay. Guy felt abandoned, so he turned to alcohol to comfort him, Mm. which only fueled his violent urges, and he wasted no time indulging in them. Okay, here we go, Guy. Here we go. On February 6, 1979, Guy attacked a girl named Pascal and tried to strangle her to death. But thankfully, she managed to escape. Well, thank God for that. He's right. sloppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kristen, it's just the beginning. He was arrested and jailed, but was released after one week. Yeah, that tells Ooh, you what the he... justice system thinks about women. 
<clears throat> are these women white? Are these women black? Do we know what they look we like? We do know his victim profile. They are more of the root of the caucus. Mm. Actually, all of them are. And they're like pretty women, you know? Right. They seem good looking. They seem like they thought he was good looking. So that's probably why they talked to him. And you know, I can't stand he took advantage dude, of that. Right. Who takes advantage of the gift that God gave him? Of the shallowness of a woman looking at a fine man. Mm. How dare you take advantage? How dare you? <laughs> that's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. For sure. For sure. And for the next 18 years, he spent over half of that in jail, including spending one year in jail for the attack on Jocelyn. Period. His habit was to do some shit, then like get arrested, get released, go do some worse shit, and then just continue the cycle. And it really sucks that like he had enough time and enough freedom mm-hmm. to have a habit like that. Oh, yeah. Or to create one. Yeah. And he started incorporating sexual sadism into his attacks, specifically taking his sexual frustrations out on women. women. No surprise. According to a psychiatrist that ended up evaluating him, quote, the real pleasure came from the hunt, the excitement, the weight of a man on his guard. Mm. No, I don't know what that was. The weight of a man on his guard. Of a man. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Either way, he's horrible. When he was released from his year-long prison sentence for the attack on Jocelyn, the 19-year-old ended up moving to Paris with a friend where he continued his drinking habit while living in abandoned places and committing petty crimes to make his daily bread. Oh, so he's like homeless. (laughs) He's like a gypsy. He is an an addict on the street. Period. Well, that sucks, guy. Yeah. You took a turn for the worse, but you didn't really have a great start. Right. That wasn't your fault. But he had stability at one moment, and he chose to kind of just F that up, you know? I mean, abandonment can do a lot to you. Which is fair. Like, I'm you not know? saying it can't. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, at one point, life did May kind have of seemed, mm-hmm. had a turning point ability to become good. Right. But he was like, F that. Right. I'm already pissed enough. Mm-hmm. I read that he also would become friends with young people living, like, similar lives to him, and that he was interested in left-wing politics. Mm. So. Liberal. I don't don't really know what French politics were giving, but basically from the brief things that I looked up, it means left-wing supporters supported the Republic and the right-wing supported the monarchy. Oh. The monarchy. Like, that's what I want to know. What's the difference between the Republic and a monarchy? Didn't go that far. Because our Republic is different from our Democrat, you know? Democracy. I'm just saying. But I know the monarchy, monarchy. I know the monarchy does not represent democracy, does it? I wonder if there's a relation there. No. Monarchy is like queen types. Right. Like, you know, we tell you what to do, I guess. Democracy is like you vote to who you want to tell you what to do. Then what is their republic? Maybe it's like (laughs) the revolution. The revolution. The the resistance. It's their democracy from star wars may the force be with you someone's listening to this and gagging because we sound so uneducated y'all this is what's wrong with americans now not all of us but some of us are still ignorant as hell like me and Kayla. me included <laughs> <laughs> if I anyone has special. time nor the care to educate us please do so in the comments or in our dm and not too much right. on us be be kind we are Yankees. Ew. I know, but that's what we are. It's embarrassing. 
We have to get better at this. Mm. So we talked about how Guy's crimes were escalating in the level of violence that he would use on his victims, but it wasn't until November of 1981 that the 19-year-old would commit his first rape. Oh, no. At least that's what we know of. He may have done more, but this is what they're telling us. On November 16th, 1981, almost a month to the day after Guy turned 19, he attacked one of his neighbors named Natalie as she was returning home one day. Mm. He not only raped her, but he stabbed her and left her for dead. No. Yeah. But Queen Natalie survived. Queen. Uh, come through, Queen. Mm-hmm. But Guy didn't serve any prison time for that. Of How? Not. Of course not. Did she not go to the the necessary people? Maybe the she, ops? Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't. Wow. But I don't know. I wasn't able to find the details about that. But yeah. the next time he would spend in prison was for a theft charge. And he spent five months locked up, which is crazy, for stealing from someone. Whereas, you know, he literally tried to kill this woman. And, and had no time served. Bubkiss. Queen Natalie. Queen just Natalie. Let's just thank God you have your life. But, girl, you should have right. tried sued to take somebody. him for everything mm -hmm. he don't have. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he got out, he was looking for his next victim. On June 7th, 1982, Guy raped, stabbed, and strangled a woman named Violet. And again, this woman was she able survived. to escape her attacker and ended up going to the police and reporting the attack. Wow. Right. Well, congratulations to her. Guy, Violet. you suck. Yeah. Like, I think God, I'm so you're happy not killing these suck, women, you know? Right. But you're still, like, taking away their sense of safety, traumatizing them for fucking life. It's just a lot. It only took investigators three days to track Guy down for the attack, and he was sentenced to 18 months in prison. Kayla, that's mm -hmm. basically premeditated murder. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault at the f attempted rape. Rape, not even attempted. Right. And he gets 18 months? He gets 18 months. Look at him. He looks fucking creepy in the eyes. People got to start paying attention to people's eyes. That's a fact. It's always in the eyes. Eyes are the windows to your soul. Yes. His are, like, dead. Right dark and cold mm, wow. after his release he stabbed and raped a 21 year old woman named pascal n so that's just like her last initial mm -hmm. and thankfully she was able to break free from him and escape thank god and thank later god. and later that same evening guy was arrested by police this is like his 17th attempt or not even attempt. He's doing these things. He's, he's raping them. Doing these he's things. stabbing them. Yeah. yeah. Like lock him up. Where's Sexual the... violence is just fucking crazy. And it blows my mind how little this man was punished for what the fuck he did to these women. It's crazy. It's disgusting. Right. For the attack on Pascal, Guy was sentenced to 10 years in prison. There we go. Finally. About time. Some real fucking time. And it's not even that. It's barely real time. It's something. Just mm. make it sit his ass down. Mm -hmm. But while he was locked up, he was behaving himself. What a fucking shocker. His victim's type was not in there. In the prison. He wasn't around women. And because of his good behavior, he was allowed to come and go from the prison toward the end of his sentence. Kayla, they let people come and go like it's a halfway house? Bitch, this is France. It's like... Wow. You can do anything there. That honestly is cool. But not in this case. Kristen, not the fuck in this case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or saying. any rapist's case. Right. Come on now. You know? know who you're dealing with. Drug charges. Yeah. 
Right. Know who you're dealing with. Right. So he was allowed to leave prison during the day, but had to come back at night to sleep there. Mm -hmm. But on January 24th, 1991, Guy decided he didn't want to report back that night and decided to travel instead to Paris, Mm. where he would commit his first murder. Okay. I just feel like Guy's like, you know what? Life sucks. I'm just going to, like, do the shittiest things I can and then, like, sit down when I want to and then just cut back up. I just feel like he's a wreck. With no direction. No Because I'm like, why why would you even do that? Yeah. It makes no sense. Maybe he is attacking or will continue to attack women in terrible ways because of what his mother did to him by abandoning him. Yeah. I don't know. That never really came out in the case. Right. But it even feels like he's a lazy attacker. Like, in this case, thank God for that. But it doesn't feel like he ever follows through on what he's intending to do. Mm -hmm. He's just barely getting by, sloppy. Doesn't care if he goes to jail and comes out. It's true. It's true. Not trying to hide. Nothing. Right. He's just do-to-doing, going yeah. through the fucking motion. That evening, Guy spotted 19-year-old Pascal. We've said Pascal a lot of times. Mm-hmm. This is who she was. Mm-hmm. Shoot. He followed her as she was on her way home from Sorbonne University, where she was a student. And as, as she opened her front door, Guy grabbed and held a knife to her throat. He forced his way inside, tied her up and raped her, and then slit her throat. And to make sure that she died because he had messed up so many times in the past, he stayed there and watched her die. Wow. Wow. (sighs) Poor, poor Pascal. Oh, Pascal. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Guy returned to prison one week later as if nothing happened. A week later. A full fucking week later. Look at him. Is that him? Or is that a rendering? Kristen, that's him. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. Evil has many faces. Many, many faces. And I would not expect him to be able to kill someone. Yeah. Well, he looks like I would kill my significant other because she left me for someone else. And the fact that no one's even noticed that he's been gone from prison for a week is just atrocious. (laughs) Whoever's in charge should be stoned. It is honestly laughable. French, France. What was y'all doing back then? What type of criminals did y'all have? Because apparently you weren't used to this kind. They had Francois and doggone Pascal's, apparently. Mm. Mm. Rest in peace, Pascal. Rest in peace to Pascal. He was still released on April 4th, 1992. So, like, no time was added to his sentence for not reporting nothing. So he served his 10 years? No. Okay. I think he served, like, eight. Mm. Something like that. And just 18 days later, on April 22nd, this sicko attacked a, a woman named Eleanor. In France, like, a lot of their publications just include someone's name and then, like, their capital letter their for last their last name. Should mm-hmm. not put all their government out there, which I could appreciate. Period. We be putting all our government out Everything. there. Everything. Everybody want to be celebrities. Everybody want to be motherfucking known and motherfucking seen. Instead of safe. Right. But Eleanor luckily escaped and went to police and this Chipata Barrett. What did you say? I wrote this ciabatta bread. <laughs> I was pissed off when I was writing this. Do? I don't what usually include those things, but I forgot that I said it. So you know what? Yeah, ciabatta bread. This ciabatta bread, Negro. <laughs> Whoa. Ultimate disrespect. 
<laughs> Not your bottom. Mm, mm, mm. So he was arrested again. Two years later, on January 7th, 1994, 27-year-old Catherine Rock was in an underground parking garage when she was raped and murdered by Guy. Good Lord. Yeah. Six days later, he sexually violated and killed radio host Annie L. on the patio of her own home. How? I mean, I know he's cute, right? Like, maybe that's giving him some access that, you know, he's exotic other people looking. may not have. Yeah. Yes, but he was also a smooth talker. Like, and we'll and talk about that it. later. But like, come on, he's a murderer. He's murdering people left and right. They don't know that girl. Jeez, they don't know that. Louise. So rest in peace to Catherine and Annie. Rest in peace, Kathy and Annie. He wouldn't strike again that we know of until November eighth, nineteen ninety four, when he sexually violated and killed twenty two year old Elsa Bonatti in the underground parking garage of. Her own home. All Caucasian women. All are letting him in the house. Or at least letting him close enough to them because maybe they don't notice him. All feel comfortable enough with him. To speak to him at least. Yeah. And he's taking full advantage in killing these women. And nobody notices yet? Nah, not yet. A month later, on December 10th, he did the same thing to a 33-year-old Dutch architect named Agnes Nieschkamp in her home. And this is when the news was like, holy shit, there's a serial killer in East Paris. Aw. Right. He's killed four women. In June of 1995, Guy attacked Elizabeth O and tried to kill her, but by the grace of God, she was able to escape. Back on his dumb shit. Yep. Elizabeth was shown a picture of Guy when she was speaking with police and describing her attacker, but she wasn't able to identify him. Damn. Like, what? Damn it, Elizabeth. And obviously, I'm not blaming her. Right, but you couldn't see him. But he goes on to kill more. Golly. 27-year-old Helena Franking wasn't as lucky. On July 8th, 1995, Guy sexually violated and murdered her in her apartment as she was returning home from an evening out. Jeez. And a month and a half later, on August 25th, 1995, Guy assaulted a woman named Melanie B. in the Marias Quarter. So, assaulted her, you know, sexually. And then, but she survived, thank God. I mean, he is a sexual sadist. Absolutely. He's a predator. A predator. Mm-hmm. He's a- hunting these women. He's hunting. And we're going to talk about his little MO. But, yeah, this nigga's hunting. At this point in the investigation, police have at least two DNA samples mm-hmm. from two different crime scenes. Okay. And they are, they match, like okay. they're the same, as well as a shoe print collected from the scene of Helena's murder. But this was nowhere near enough for them to arrest Guy because he just kept going. I mean, was it not enough or did they not know who they were dealing with still? Great question. It definitely was enough evidence, mm-hmm. especially with those two uh, DNA samples that they had, but they didn't even test the DNA. Of course not. And he's been to jail like 17 times. Exactly. So they, they would have, have to have something DNA. on file. Exactly. So, again, law enforcement sucking. At the same time, what year was this? In 1997. Mm. But at the same time, this is like he's in one area. He's been arrested multiple times. He spent time in jail. Like, like he's he, y'all basically know him. He basically y'all cousin, y'all nephew, y'all baby kid of a nephew. Kristen, please. You should know him by now. He's ran through your system. I'm about to say he stays in and out of the damn <gasps> penitentiary. Ran through your um foster care. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know yeah. for a while. 
In September 1997, Guy attempted to rape Estelle F., but she fought his ass and managed to escape. Period. These women are giving. Yes, girls. And a few days later, on September 23rd, 1997, he broke into the house of a 19-year-old student named Magali Sirodi and proceeded to sexually violate and stab her to death. Good Lord, Kayla. Yeah. Uh, you can tell, like, before, it was more likely that he was being invited in. But this one just blatantly says, broke in and killed her. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting more vulgar, more Brazen. boisterous. Yeah. Cares less about the human interaction part. Cares you know? more about the hunt. Right. The excitement of it. The busting through and killing her. Yeah. While she's completely, like, unsuspecting. It's so sick. So fucked up. Rest in peace to Helena and Rest Magali. Rest in peace, Helena and Magali. On October 28th, 1997, Guy assaulted Valerie L. in the stairwell of her apartment block. Disgusting. Less than a month later, Guy entered 25-year-old Estelle Mag's home where he raped and murdered her. Wow. Look, beautiful. And Estelle was the last known victim of what the media dubbed the Beast of Bastille. And that's a fact. He is a beast. The Bastille Quarter was the area that Guy was killing like a lot of his victims in, so that's how he got the name. Mm. But yeah, Beast describes him to the team. Yeah, he's literally like animalistic. Yeah, I was about to literally say animalistic (laughs) and straight from hell. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, it's me Kristen and I came to talk to you about HelloFresh. One thing I'm gonna do is vouch for the things that I love and I feel like HelloFresh is just amazing and pretty life-changing. You get to try different dishes from different cultures and honestly, I'm here for it. We've been using HelloFresh for quite some time and every single time we receive a box, it's really farm fresh ingredients, pre-portioned right to our doorstep. No measuring, none of that extra stuff. Just prep, dice and slice, cook, and you're ready to eat. So if you ever want to try it out, go to HelloFresh.com slash BlackTrueCrimeFree and use code BlackTrueCrimeFree for free breakfast for life. Did y'all hear me? That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active at HelloFresh.com slash BlackTrueCrimeFree with code BlackTrueCrimeFree. Okay, back to the show. Now let's talk about what was going on in terms of the investigation and the public's reaction and all that. The public was freaking the fuck out. Mm. And in response, the police set out on one of the largest manhunts in French criminal history for this motherfucker. Wow. Look at him. Mm -hmm. Who would expect, who would suspect a man like that? I mean, I suspect every man. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in the grand scheme of all the different type of men you see out in the strip. Right. You're not going to pick him to be the serial killer. I, I personally wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. But it doesn't surprise me, I'll say that. Yeah. Because he does kind of look charming. Look at this fucking sweater he has on in the, the, in the damn The best time to wear a sweater. Kristen. Is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shout out to SpongeBob. Anyway. One of the largest manhunts in French criminal history. And on March 27th, 1998, Guy was found in Montmartre and arrested for the murders of Pascal Escarfal, Catherine Rock, Elsa Benedi, and Agnes Nijkamp. That's a lot of women, Kayla. Yeah. 
Which his, means they were able to link him somehow to all of those murders. Just about to say, his DNA had been found at all four crime scenes and one of the attempted rape cases he had against him. Wow. Yeah. Because I'm like, was he using condoms? Like, how did his DNA stay behind? But from what we talked about, it doesn't really seem like he was too worried about getting caught. No. I just really feel like he was just going through a period of time where he didn't give a damn. Right, and just trying to get away with as much as he could. Once he was in custody and the police said, smoking gun, I'll show you the smoking gun. <laughs> Shout out to B-Movie. Right. <laughs> he decided to confess his crimes. Mm. Mm-hmm. After only 48 hours in custody, Guy wanted to relieve his conscience and gave the police details of the first murder he committed back in 1991. Which was? I'm going to talk about it in a second. And over the next couple months, he went into gruesome, graphic detail about the murders of five women in Paris, all of which were raped and had their throats slit. Oh, God. Because he was learning that trying to strangle them wasn't working. So he had to take it up a notch. So that's why you decided to slice their throats? Because he wasn't strong enough to strangle them? Guy. (laughs) That's what it was giving. He's a weak man. You better sit down. Kristen. Sorry, she's talking to Kate. Ooh. Here's something else. Mm-hmm. One of the murders was 19-year-old Pascal Escarfail. I don't think I'm saying that right. Sorry, Pascal. You look like he got beat up. As he should. And he said, quote, I must say, it was not a sexual impulse that made me act like that. I had been with prostitutes just before, and I cannot say what force guided me. So basically, he's like, I literally just got some pussy. So it's not so because why I did I go her. Right. He wanted to harm her, take her life. And he doesn't know what force made him do it. It's like, called the devil. It's mm. called evil. Mm-mm. And that is what you are. So he's suggesting that he had no control over his actions, which honestly could be true. Or it's just him trying to become less culpable and somehow get some leniency when he goes to fuck. To jail. That part. But has he ever cared about going to jail before? It really doesn't feel like it. I mean, don't really know. That's true. Because he's been so many fucking times. But he, he continued to do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is a compulsion. But at the same time, there's certain compulsions that, yeah, you're still responsible for, buddy. Mm-hmm. Although Guy ended up confessing to the majority of the murders, he, he shouldn't have had to. Because the police had his DNA for months. If not years. Before he was finally caught. So what the hell? Right. They had the Sorry, sample buddy. of the DNAs from some of the scenes. And they also had the sample of his DNA from when he went to prison. Back in the, what, early 80s for that rape charge. But that's what I'm saying. And, like, they never thought, like, what was, what was the cross-referencing, cross-DNA checking technology back then? It wasn't, it wasn't tested. I don't know if they had the advancements, but... At this time, they could say, okay, this DNA sample is the same blood type as this other one. Mm. They could say that, but they didn't even test it. They didn't even try. So from my point of view, I'm like, I don't know how it works in the UK. Like if they have to get certain court orders to be able to test somebody's DNA. Right. Or if they even had the technology in 97, 98. Probably didn't. But like I said, they could have tested to see if the blood type at least matched. So I don't know what stopped them from doing that. Mm -hmm. They definitely could have tested something in some way. But either way, they didn't do it until it was too late for a number of the women killed, which just makes me sick. Hurts my heart. So sad. So sad. 
once Guy was identified through DNA, no one had the heart to blame Elizabeth Ortega. Remember, she was one of the victims that um, thankfully escaped with her life mm-hmm. from Guy. Mm-hmm. And she tried to identify him in the picture, but she couldn't. But she couldn't. Um, they really didn't want to make her feel bad, especially since between the time she was attacked and the day Guy was arrested, she had traveled to Greece where she broke her back diving off a rock. Good Lord. And was now confined to a wheelchair because she was paralyzed. Well, damn. Yeah, she could not catch she a fucking a break. Yeah, hard life. But there was enough blame to go around when it came to how botched the investigators were when it came to this case. Like some witnesses weren't even in um interviewed for like two and a half years Lord. after the crime happened good lord french the fuck were they the doing french get it together exactly after his arrest guy wrote a letter to his girlfriend who the fuck was dating him <laughs> i mean we talked about it he's not atrocious right but he's but completely dating him you know bad shit mm-hmm. he wrote about his admiration for tigers he said they were intelligent powerful resistant animals careful and adaptable and claimed that he climbed into a tiger's cage when he was like a little kid one time and petted one of the tigers because it showed no hostility toward him i'm telling you he thinks he's an animal he thinks he's a hunter absolutely kristen and absolutely. the women are his prey 110 percent. and the psychiatrist pointed out that Hunting in the wild and matters of animal behavior are constantly present in conversation with him hmm. and showed an atavistic identification with domination and predation. Ooh-wee. So, hunter, gatherer of women and hurting them, barbaric Ooh. piece of shit to the T. Instead of learning from humans, he said, F humans, they've done nothing but hurt me. Right. I'll learn from the animals. And I'll learn how to hurt humans like the animals. <laughs> Wow, that's sick. Yep. Guy was evaluated by psychiatrists, and they agreed that Guy had an, quote, uncontrollable Jekyll and Hyde personality. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it does kind of give multiple personalities. Because honestly. he can be soft and sweet, sour right. patch kid, and then fucking slit your throat. And then sometimes it feels like he doesn't give a damn, but then sometimes it feels like it's methodical, it's intentional, it's animalistic, it's, you know, yeah. his goal. Like, looking at him, he seems like he can come off as a passionate man. Mm-hmm. As someone that you could let your guard down around. Mm-hmm. You'd be fucking wrong, but still, it's a look he gives. His lawyer said about him, quote, My first client was terrifying. At one moment, calm and attentive, and the next moment, extremely violent. But George's is so reasonable and doesn't show any sign of aggression. Talking to him is like chatting to someone in the local cafe. He's extremely well-informed and talks about everything, sports, social questions, politics, in a calm and intelligent way. He has been placed in a cell block with big-time criminals, and this has helped him push his own acts out of his mind and inflated his self-esteem. He is at home in prison. He has his television, reads the newspapers, and receives visits from his friends and squats, who give him pocket money. Even the warders like him. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's why he kept going back to jail because he felt at home there. Maybe. But, like, why do you have to do the worst thing fucking imaginable to very innocent women? Right. That's you know? disgusting. Knock off a bank or something. Right. You you were a thief at one point. Why didn't you stick with that? Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't enough for him. He had to hurt someone. According to Guy himself, quote, it's better that I am in prison. Outside, I am dangerous. Facts. No yeah, because you have access to women. Yeah, like your source of, of, of 
of evilness. Your victim pool is yeah. women. Your victim pool is women. Guy was diagnosed as, quote, hyper-adaptable because of his ability to shapeshift into what he needed to be, like, depending on the situation. Like, is he a psychopath? Yes, Kristen. He's manipulative. He is a man. Just kidding. He is a man, <laughs> but, like, not all men. His own lawyer felt relieved when he received a letter from Guy releasing him from the case. Mm. The lawyer said, quote, unfortunately, this will only antagonize the jury. He has no hope of escaping a lifetime in prison after confessing his crimes repeatedly to police and Judge Theo in the presence of his own defense counsel. Period. What more can you do? But like he was also kind of torn between like, what does he really deserve, especially given the tough childhood he had. Mm. And he went on to say, quote, I asked a psychiatrist if they could find a solution to save him from perpetual confinement. Their answer was clear. Georges was not mad and was fully responsible for his acts. They said that there was two roads for a man of his type. He was predestined to become a murderer or a war hero, and they have no intention of starting a war to save Guy Georges. Wow. <laughs> that was intense. Somebody thought about that. Right. I loved that. That was very poetic. Yeah. He had killing in him regardless yeah. of what they're saying. Right. Like, no one's denying that he had a hard start in life and all that but that doesn't mean he's not responsible for what the fuck he did and should be held to the fullest extent of the of the law in my opinion and i hope he is i hope he is too you know i do know we'll get to it (laughs) of course after confessing guy was kept in police custody but in december of 2000 a few weeks before he was scheduled to go to trial he tried to escape oh guy He and three cellmates attempted to saw through the bars of their cells, but were caught by prison guards. So they failed miserably. I hope you got whooped on. Is that what the picture is from? (laughs) After they busted your nose. After they busted your nose. It definitely looks like that bitch just broke. (laughs) Y'all, have you ever just wanted to go out and what? A t-shirt, some jeans, some fly shoes and call it a day? Or have you ever wanted to sit around the house and not look busted all the time, but just, you know, have on something that feels good and is slightly cute, more so comfy? Well, let me get you right. True Classic, yeah, you heard it, True Classic, is an amazing brand that will provide you comfortable, perfect fitting essentials, ranging from t-shirts that are fitted, athleisure, jeans, sweatshirts, you name it, True Classic got you. They've already helped over two million men look great in their apparel. And it's not particularly just for women. It's really mostly for men. They've helped over two million men look their best, but you already know what it is. We can slide into a t-shirt and be super cute, if not cuter, doing it. So you want to try it? Get 25% off when you shop now with Black True Crime's exclusive link. You ready for it? trueclassic.com slash black true crime yeah you heard it trueclassic.com slash black true crime okay back to the show his trial started on monday march 19th 2001 and it lasted for three weeks initially as we know the 38 year old confessed to his crimes but he later recanted claiming that the investigators beat it out of him he mad. Well, maybe that's they where they probably was whooping on. I was say maybe that's where he got this mm-hmm. damn busted out. But you did it. I think he did it. He even said that he didn't know why he was the only one that needed to be held responsible for his actions. 
I'm confused. Were there more people involved? Well, he said the French government was involved because they knew for over 20 years how dangerous he was, but kept letting him back out on the streets. And that's fair. But, guy, we're not talking about them. Okay. We're talking about you. Accountability, guy. Accountability. Mm Mm-hmm. He also said that because the identity of his father had been hidden from him his entire life, it caused him great stress. I believe that. But once he found out that his dad was an American bitch, he was lit. Ooh. Yeah. According to his lawyer, quote, when he was finally told his father's name, it was as if he had been reborn. Wow. He leaped with joy. He had retrieved the identity that he'd been running after all his life. Being American raised his self-importance and self-confidence. Before he heard the news, he was ready to admit the crimes at the assizes to save the family's further anguish. Now he wants to take on the whole system. My God, that was a battery in his back that he needed. And y'all gave it to him. And I, I, I read that he was trying to impress his dad, but I'm like, well, who the hell is your dad if fighting a murder case or serial murder case and rape case makes him proud of you or, or, you know what I'm saying? Gets your, gets his attention. I just don't know. But then it has me thinking like, what if somebody would have told him that his dad was American, told him that his dad fought in the air force, you know, told him these things. Maybe he would have changed. Maybe he would have turned out differently. Maybe he would have went after his dad, tried to pursue that relationship and been that war hero that they described him as a possibility of becoming. Yeah. Kristen. Damn, beach. Uh-huh. Damn. Wow. You see what a lack of information could do? Yeah. A lack of a father in a young black boy's life. Uh-huh. 50 witnesses spoke during the trial, including four women that Guy had previously raped. Oh, Ooh. my God. They're incredible. They're there. Yeah. Members of the families of George's victims and his 71-year-old foster mother, Jean. And Jean testified that he was a sensational child. Gene, you old. Gene must have forgot. He assaulted the, the children in the house. You decided to detach from all the bad memories of him right. that made you put him out and just attach to the good ones. Probably because you feel guilty. <sighs> because you didn't protect him or because or whatever. But up. either way, Gene, I'm asking you to be fucking for real. Beach 71 <laughs> or not. He was no good. <laughs> he was a murderer. Yeah. But he was such a cute child. So maybe she's just speaking from. I wish this is who yeah. he was, or I loved him, and he had his sweet moments, yeah. but he was also terrible. What a lot of mothers animals. do. Yeah, a lot of mothers do. It came out in court that all seven women had their throats cut after they were sexually violated. All of them were single, technically, because one of them was going to be getting married soon. If we'll you, talk about if her. You ain't married, you single. Okay, Kristen. Kristen's dying on that hill. She's using that till she can't no more. Until <laughs> I'm murdered. All those women were between the ages of 19 and 33. There were times that guys stalked the women for days before actually approaching them. So remember when you were like, oh my gosh, it just seems like he's getting in. They're inviting him in. Yeah. He's premeditated. Yep. For days. He would talk to them normally, trying to get them to let their guards down. And then he would turn into who he really fucking was, which was a creature of the deep. A creature of the night. He was described as the reincarnation of evil by the prosecution, and psychiatrists said he was a narcissistic psychopath. That I believe, a hundred percent. You called it. You called it, bitch. Mm -hmm. And they warned that his desire to kill would never be cured. Yeah, Kayla, who is this person? Can psychopaths be cured? Period is the question. Well, I don't think so. 
He used his charm and good looks because I'm looking at a picture of him now. It's not giving. It was not giving. To attract the women he targeted and to disarm them. And when the prosecution shared the DNA evidence they had with the courts, Guy basically saw that his ass was grass Mm. and his goose was cooked. Mm -hmm. So he was like, okay, I bow down or at least bow out. And he decided to change his plea from not guilty to guilty. I would have been like, eh, too late. Right. You're getting this death sentence. I don't know if they do that there, but he deserves it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that, but I think he does. Well, in this moment, he does. Definitely. Guy ended up being sentenced to 22 years to life in prison with the chance of parole, obviously, after 22 years. Okay. The French are very lenient, I must say. Too lenient. Like, I think it's a UK thing, though, because they do kind of have more lax punishments even when we did the harry uzoku case yeah that's true uzoka 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 yeah recipes here recipes here but also like dude he's killed more than four people three people come on and mm-hmm. he has a history of crime at this point how savable is he right what are his redeeming qualities i do not know but either way a he told the courts, you know, yeah, you sentenced me to this, but I just might off myself any fucking way. Wow. He said, quote, 22 years, that's nothing. Life is life. I am nearly 40 years old and I will never get out. The sentence that you are going to impose on me is nothing. I will inflict a sentence upon myself. Wow, Kayla. Kristen, dramatic as fuck. Again, being narcissistic, manipulative, because he's still alive. <laughs> Cracking up. You tried Hasn't it. Hasn't done anything to himself. You tried it. You just wanted your moment. Definitely wanted his moment. He was sentenced for the murders of Helena Franking, Magali Sirodi, and Estelle Magd. Mm. Rest in Even peace. Even though we know that he was responsible for, for more. Angie. Mm-hmm. And a lot more. Kathy. Agnes. Kristen. Agnes. Annie. Kathy. Pascal. Annie. Mm-hmm. I'm missing somebody. Yep. Hate that I'm doing that. Rest in peace to all the victims. And shout out to the survivors of this piece of shit kook. And shout out to the survivors, y'all. Thank God you made it. The families of these victims are still understandably suffering. Magali Sirodi, who was due to be married soon at the time of her death. So sad. Her father, Aldo, spends his days cleaning his daughter's gravesite and sitting in an armchair staring into the abyss. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) His heart is broken. His world is shattered. Oh, my goodness. Another one of the fathers slowly drowned himself in liquor and ended up dying in a car crash. Wow. Another man refused to console his wife through the loss of their daughter and completely walked away from her with all of their daughter's personal possessions, which I thought was fucking... How you gonna take them? What a prick. Why but would you don't do want to stay to grieve? You want to grieve in private with all of her things? That's rude. He probably found a way to blame her for it. Selfish. Just like I'm a man. Just kidding. Hmm. Not all men. You sound hurt. <laughs> I'm mad at Terrell right now. <laughs> Other family members planned a vigilante group to kill Guy Georges. Ooh. They even bought guns and interrupted press conferences yelling, Amort! 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 Which roughly translates like death. death. (laughs) And Helene's mother, Anne Gutierrez, said of the police's involvement, quote, it was not until I alerted the press on coincidences between the murders that there was an outcry. Journalists invented the description, the Bastille killer, because two cases were located near the monument and the authorities were forced to accept that a serial killer was loose. Police had told me earlier that to 
the trust in Saudi. <laughs> that what? means that means serial killers. I don't know how the French talk. Oh, they they talk like trust. I don't know. Trust. <laughs> Either way, I'm embarrassed. Okay. Serial killers were an Anglo-Saxon thing. What do you think? Are they talking about Americans? <laughs> an Anglo-Saxon that's thing. That's not American. What year is she from? Because that's 1700s. That's like stuff to talk about. Were an Anglo-Saxon thing. I think their stubbornness cost at least two lives. Wow. Damn. If you challenge the French police, they are arrogant and claim to be the best in the world. But they had Georges under arrest at least three times for related offenses without linking him to the murders, even though he left several clues. And this is a this is a mother speaking. Period. More sense than these mother. I must say, say the truth, mom, because that's exactly what happened. Like, damn. Now, they could have been distracted by the 1995 terrorist bombings and the 1997 murder. And yes, I say murder of Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a life is a life. It I mean, still doesn't you, give them the right to, you know, be sloppy. Exactly. And you said they went on a manhunt, you know, the yeah. largest one known to France. But so. it was it was after the public had known about it, after there was yeah. outcry and more attention on it based on what this mother, I guess, hit the, you know, hit the ground running and was trying to do. Yeah. The woman guy killed deserved not only to be protected in life, but avenged in death. And that's our case for this week. Woo! Let me tell you something. This case stunk just like Bubby <laughs> at the moment. Bubby has taken a huge dump on Christmas Day. And it smells so bad, y'all. She's trying to stay focused. <sighs> but, um, guy, like... Uh, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not here for it, Mm-mm. like at all. French police, I need you to get it together. Not even if you don't have as many resources. This guy should have been easily caught. Yes, he's evasive. Yes, he's a psychopath. Yes, yeah. it's not easy um, finding a person yeah. like this. But right. you had his DNA for goodness sakes. Yeah, yeah. He was not new to you. He was true to you. <laughs> in the sense of he should have had his own motherfucking. L- l- cell in the county jail you know certain people that are in and out of jail for more than like a certain amount of times every single police office station needs to have their their shit on their fucking bulletin board right right just in case (sighs) so very happy to never speak about him again hope he's doing terribly Mm -hmm. what did y'all think what did you guys think about this case rest in peace to all the women that lost their lives um, I know he went through a hard childhood. I don't take that away from him, but right. you can't victimize people that had nothing to fucking do with that. You're not going to get the sympathy that you may think you deserve or you may be looking for. Period. And you never will. It's definitely not from us. <laughs> so don't have your whole families coming over here trying to tell us something. Right, Bubby? About how we should be talking about y'all. Right, Bubby? Period. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you like the show at all, please give us a five-star rating on, oh, Bubby. Bubby said, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Facebook. It really helps the show grow. And yeah, Bubby, we're almost done. Before we go, be Be safe, safe, protect protect your peace, and protect protect your space. So we don't have to cover your case, case, right? Period. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon. And for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTrueCrime.com. See you next time.